0: From uh, it'd be 93 today in Tucson. It's getting hot. (laughs) (laughs) We went out and um, went for a hike. You have to go early here, so anyway, that's why I look like oh, the wind has blown in my hair because it was blowing in my hair. Okay, so I chose um, for today, and it's on page 95. I hope today's April 4th because that's the reading I'm reading. (laughs) That's what day I think it is. Okay. To know and yet think we do not know is the highest attainment. Not to know and yet think we do know is a disease. And that was from Latsu. And the days before I came to Overeaters Anonymous, when I was responsible for running the world, it was unthinkable to admit I didn't have answers for everything. The three least used words in my vocabulary were, I don't know. What a relief what a relief to leave the job of directing the universe to God with my disease of food addiction arrested one day at a time I have the courage and humility to say I don't know for today may I have the wisdom to remain teachable and I was boyhood Hello. Uh, Hello. oh <laughs> I was looking for something to um, read and I was gonna read out of the 12 steps and 12 traditions I, ha- I love this book too um, <laughs> but I read this and I really liked it. And I was, my husband was like, well, what is it? My husband's in the program too. And I, he said, I, he said, what's it about? And I said, being remaining teachable. But I just feel like that was impossible when I was in my compulsive overeating because everything was about control. And I love this. It says, what a relief to leave the job of directing the universe to God. (laughs) Just like funny that you would even, I would even think that that was like my job. (laughs) I I, um you know it's just the food for me is so much about um uh controlling and not feeling good enough so i need something to feel good enough about so let me focus on my body and if i focus on my body then i I eat this and i exercise like this and i do that blah, blah, blah 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 then i'll be okay and um and that's how i lived for a really long time and i remember There was really a period of like many years that went by that people couldn't convince me that the way that I looked wasn't related to how I felt. So I thought if I was depressed it's because I felt fat, whatever, quote unquote, or if I was happy, it's because I felt I looked the right way. And that's that was all that was all the way that I lived. And that was all about the number on the scale. And it's really exhausting thinking about what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat it? How am I going to eat it? How much of it am I going to eat? Am I going to get rid of it? How much do I have to exercise? How many calories? Blah, blah, blah. So exhausting. Um, and it's just like I'll have like yesterday was like, I had a snack that wasn't like exactly what was on my food plan. Um, but, and I didn't feel like energized about it, but um <laughs> When I think about it, like that's a, like for me and my food plan, like that's okay for me because if I'm for for myself, if I'm too rigid, then I get back into the controlling and then that doesn't work for me personally. Um, but just thinking about what I ate yesterday compared to what that would have turned into like six years ago. So how long do I have I, my absence I came into OA in 2012 And I got abstinent in 2013, and then I got abstinent again in 2015. So relapse is definitely part of my story. Um, I thought I came here and got it, and then um, that wasn't the case. But actually, I got abstinent both times. I was not abstinent, and I got abstinent in the middle of working the steps. So for me, I just started the steps and um, was not abstinent and did did them and somehow got abstinent. And so... um, and one time it was in the middle of step three and I think the other time it was in the middle of like a first step so um I think just different things you know work for different people but anyways that's not this isn't about different people it's um kind of about me and it was funny I was my mother-in-law went on our walk this morning and she was like oh are you nervous and I'm like you know for me like this is my best subject I'm talking about myself you know (laughs) it's like I know I don't my story doesn't change right so I don't know I don't really get like nervous anymore but um uh yeah so um so I just really like that today like I can have a snack and say maybe that wasn't like the best thing in the world but it wasn't a binge and it wasn't a week long and it wasn't um you know I didn't like over exercise this morning um and that's really a gift to the program. And I was just thinking about too, like how much um, freedom I get to have today around food and how much freedom I get to have around my body. Like, and it's like, so not perfect at all. But the reality is um, that I have a higher power and there's this um, saying that I really like, and it was a newcomer talking to somebody who had been around the program a long time. And she said, I don't understand the spiritual program, part of the program. And the old timer was like, what's the other part? And so, you know, so much of this, this program for me is like just having a higher power. And, and, and I believe I have a higher power because there was just no way, no, how I could stop overeating. And that, and, and even though I have restricting and I have compulsive over-exercise and I have, um, a little bit of bulimia. And I have a little bit of all these things. What brought me to OA and brought me to my knees was the overeating. I could not stop eating. I could not go 45 minutes without putting something in my mouth and I couldn't stop gaining weight either. And that was really, really scary for me. And, um, and I knew about OA in 2010 and it took me two and a half years to call the number that somebody had given me. And that woman sat with me and she, um, She, I sat at Blue Plate in Santa Monica on Montana Avenue, which is like a really kind of fancy part of town. And I sat in the back with her and I cried over my sandwich, cried into it. And um, she just was with me and was able to like accept me for who I was. And that was really the first time anyone really ever did that for me because I really hated myself and I hated everyone around me. And um, I was really isolated. And that's another gift of the program is doing like the amends process. Like I really had a lot of um, resentment towards my family and um, because of what they did to me. And that was just such an unhealthy way to live. Um, And now like my mom is my best friend and that's like crazy um, because I just didn't want anything to do with her when I got into the program. And I can, uh, tolerate and sometimes enjoy my father, which is like really a gift. He's very, um, so, oh, that was five minutes. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Um, I feel like I've been talking for like three hours. Okay. So, (laughs) and now my husband just got home. Like, I don't want him to hear what I'm talking about for some reason, even though he knows all of this and even though he's in the program, uh, And, um, when I got absent in 2015, it wasn't long after that, that I did, um, meet my husband speaking of relationships and I was able to like introduce him to my family and introduce him to like, I had friends. I had like a really attractive life at that time. And I think it's because, um, even though I had relapsed, like I'd still like had the power of, you know, a hundred higher power in my life. And I think that really changed things for me. Um, and I've worked with dietitians, I've worked with my sponsor. I, um, did something, I did some outside, you know, spiritual work and I've done just like, I've gotten to do a lot of really cool things. And it's just a result of like working this program. And after I got to a certain point, um, I think I had, and it's hard because I get it mixed up because I got sober in 2010 and I got absent in 2015. So it's hard to like not mix the programs, but I had a sponsor. I think i had like eight years sober and a couple years absent. and, And I was like, you know, I've worked all the steps like five or six times. What do I do now? And she's told me you live the principles of the program, you know? And, um, and that, that was really helpful. And I, and I, um, and I did that for a while. And then I moved to Tucson from California. That's where I'm from. I'm from Northern California, actually. I'm from Sacramento. And, um, I really, my program really fell apart a lot. And the only thing I did was I hung on by a thread, going to meetings and praying and meditating and hung on, like hung on (laughs) to my seat somehow. And I think that's just like, um, because I've built this relationship with a higher power and done the digging and done the work and like done the four steps and done the amends and constant. And I always had sponsees, like even though I was hanging on by a thread, I still had four sponsees. I've always had a lot of people that went in that I sponsor, which is a huge gift and a huge part of my recovery. I think at one time I had like six, which was like way too many. And now I have three. Um, and that's just, that's just been like, they talk in the big book, like newcomers are a bright spot of our recovery, bright spot in our life or something like that. And, um, just to think like how the steps in unison, like all work together and how they build upon each other. And my sponsor and I now are on their fourth step and I'm working on, um, actually my resentment had to do with, um, it was anyway, I have it written down, but it was just really about like, my body and how it doesn't do what I want it to do. I had a baby last year and, um, and that's been, and I, I actually like enjoyed every second of my pregnancy, even though I was gaining weight and I had no control over it. So that was really cool. And the recovery from that has been like, not, not like a walk in the park, but much easier than had I been like out, you know, using food. Um, and I guess I just really want to focus on like the freedom I feel like I have today, like the happy joyous and free thing. And, um, and that, that is like my life. I would, you know, like 60%, 65% of the time. And then, um, part of the time is like struggling and, um, you know, like working this, continuing to work the steps and, um, Meaning struggling, like it's not perfect, like where I'm like, you know, need to call, reach out. And that's the other thing I've done too, is like reaching out to people. I feel like I'm not making any sense, but anyways, um, I feel like disjointed. Cause I wasn't like telling my story. I'm like trying to play off the literature and tell my story at the same time, but you guys get it. Uh, most patient people in the world, people in the rooms of 12 step meetings. Oh, <gasps> so what else do i want to say i don't want to babble on and on i'd like to hear from other people but i just uh noticed that when when i start controlling my food it's you know food isn't the problem for me food is my solution my problem is like lies within myself and um the stinking thinking and when food starts to become my solution it is it is a symptom of a much bigger problem going on and I you know it starts it 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 like parades and masquerades itself as like oh like you just you had a baby so you can like focus on weight loss like shit like that like that that's not true (laughs) like that's never true for me like I can never focus on weight loss um and be in recovery so it's like what's that about it's like oh I'm just like feeling like a failure at work or oh I'm feeling Um, It's that that, those old negative core beliefs, you know, I don't, not good enough and I don't matter. And so I want to disappear. And so I'll do that by, you know, being anorexic or whatever. So um, that's 10. Five left. Oh, five left. Okay. Um, So that, you know, i just, I've just learned a lot about myself and uh, it's just crazy to think like how I walked in here nine years ago and where I am today. Um, and even though it wasn't a straight path and even though I had, when I had relapsed in 2014 or 13, it was, or 15 in the beginning of 2015, it was like worse than it had ever been. And, um, I just kept coming back. Like, honestly, if you don't know what to do and if you hear nothing else today, (laughs) like just keep coming back and, um, and it does work if you work it, and. (laughs) I used to be not like it when people said that but it's really true and that but anyways that's just what's true for me and um hanging on to a higher power thanks you guys